Welcome to another edition of the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Donald Ware, for today, Tuesday, July the 11th. And we're going to stick in the CIAA's Southern Division. We're going to take a look today at Johnson C. Smith. And just if this is your first time listening to the podcast, this, of course, is part of our Initiative, hashtag HBCU 125, as we celebrate 125 years of HBCU football. We're previewing all 50 of the HBCU football playing institutions Monday through Friday. And we began on June 19th, leading up to the first game of the season between Texas Southern and Florida A&M on Saturday, August the 26th. And... Uh, it's appropriate that today uh, we're taking a look at Johnson C. Smith as on yesterday we took a look at Livingstone. And, and why is that the case? Well, the first two HBCUs to play a football game were Livingstone and, of course, Johnson C. Smith. At the time, Johnson C. Smith was called Biddle. And that was back on December 27th, 1892, when that game took place. Johnson C. Smith, as a matter of fact, won that game. Um, there's, there's varying accounts, but they it, 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 it's a consensus that they won. And it's a varying account in terms of the score. Um, uh, we're saying that the game was five to nothing based upon some research that uh, we did. But if not for... Livingstone, and then of course the team that we're gonna, or the school that we're gonna preview today, Johnson C. Smith. Um, you know they were the two that got HBCU football started off on the right foot. Let me take a break. I'm gonna step aside and take a break. Come back, and we're going to look at the 2017 season for the Golden Bulls as you're listening to the HBCU Football Podcast Show. It's Donald Ware, host of From the Press Box to Press Row. The biggest names are guests on Box to Row. That is the voice of Kevin Durant. Oh, yeah, well, I'm just, you know, trying to get better every single day. You know, um, we've been through a lot as a team, and I enjoy playing with a great group of guys. Hey, this is Ronda Rousey. This is Michael Vick. Hi, this is Layla Ali. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Skylar Diggins. Hey, it's Alex Morgan with the U.S. Women's Soccer Team. I'm talking about none other than Serena Williams. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. That was definitely one of the better matches I've ever played. I've had it just like that. You know, I was really focused, yeah, and I was really um, ready and serious and just really, you know, excited. Missed any of these interviews? Then check us out online at www.boxtorow.com. That's from the press box to press row. Real. Relevant. Radio. Welcome back to the HBCU Football Daily Podcast Show. I'm your host, Donald Ware. Today we're taking a look at Johnson C. Smith. And the upcoming season is going to be the third season for Kermit Blunt, a veteran coach um, who has gotten it done, had a lot of success, as a matter of fact, as uh, the coach at Winston-Salem State. As a matter of fact, he's the all-time winningest coach at Winston-Salem State. And while the 3-7 and seven record from 2016 may not indicate it, I thought that in some respects, and a lot of people may disagree with me, that Johnson C. Smith 
took a bit of a step forward for 2017. And and I'll explain why I think that uh, when we kind of take a look at who's coming back and and uh, some of the personnel. But also one of the reasons I thought, I mean, if, if you look at the results from 2017, it, it was a tough season. I mean, there's no doubt about it. The first three games of the season, they scored 28 points. Meanwhile, their opponents scored almost 100 points. They lost at Wingate, 38-28. Lost at Bowie State, 52 to nothing, and they lost at Wofford, 59 to nothing. First three games on the road last season. Then they got the victory against Elizabeth City State, 31 to 26. So that was a big win at home. And then I kind of look, you know, they lost to Juwan. Then I look at the game against Winston-Salem State. Now, Winston-Salem State ended up being the CIAA champions, of course, winning it back-to-back. They lose that game 15-14 to and had an opportunity to win that football game. And then, of course, the next week they were on the road at Fayetteville State. Fayetteville State very much needing a win to stay alive in the Southern Division. And I just think with the emotions of the previous week, for Johnson C. Smith and losing the heartbreaker to Winston-Salem State. They lost then to Fayetteville State 37-21. I mean, you're going to give Fayetteville State credit, no question about that. But also, I mean, Johnson C. Smith uh, probably still thinking about what happened last week. But then a tough loss at Shaw, 11-8, a close game. And then they win their last two games of the season against St. Augustine's 34-8 and against Livingstone 30-8. So they then have some momentum now coming in to 2017. Um, you know, I, this is one of the other things. I, I, I like some of the personnel that Kermit Blunt and his staff has coming back. They got two quarterbacks or have two quarterbacks coming back in Jordan Lane and in Harold Herbin. And I think these are guys, I mean, they, their numbers weren't necessarily Great, but I mean, you got to sort of look beyond the numbers and to be able to have two quarterbacks that can come in that are junior quarterbacks. So they've been with the program for now in their third year and have been with Kermit Blunt, who has was a really good quarterback himself when he played at Winston-Salem State and has coached some really good quarterbacks. So he knows exactly what he wants from the quarterback position. And now you have Jordan Lane and Harold Herbin in their third seasons now at quarterback. So I think the key for the offense for Johnson C. Smith is going to start at the quarterback position and is going to start with both of those guys. And um, listen, Jordan Lane only played in four games on last year. So you have Harold Herbin or Herbin, who is more of the experienced guy, didn't complete 50% of his passes, nine touchdowns to 11 interceptions. But I think he's going to be much better than that on last year. One of the things that Johnson C. Smith definitely is going to have to be better at this season is running the football because that's going to take some of the pressure off Herbin and Lane. And if they can be better at running the football this year, I think that's going to make Herbin or Lane even better. But where I think that Johnson C. Smith is going to really excel in 2017 or has the potential to really excel in 2017 is defense. Yeah, if I look at the numbers from a defensive standpoint, I mean, they weren't very good. They gave up 400 and 
17 yards or in or about 417 yards per game from a yardage uh, perspective. And then when you look at uh, in terms of the points uh, that they had given up per game, I mean, it, you know, they gave up a lot of points. I mentioned how they lost their first three games. So maybe it doesn't bode well from a numbers perspective, but they have their two leading defensive players returning in uh, defensive back. Basir Wright led the team with 77 tackles last year. The young man that I think a lot of people, you know, don't really know about and may be sleeping on because he's been a two-time box to row All-American is safety Carlo Thomas. Carlo Thomas at safety is the real deal. The kid is big. Uh, you know, he's got absolutely phenomenal size for safety. And, I, and, 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 you know, I'm talking about next level kind of size. You know, the, the kid's 6'2". He's, a, you know, he's 185 pounds. But more so, look at the production on the field from Carlo Thomas. 69 tackles, 49 of those solo. Seven interceptions last year. He had seven interceptions last year where the year before in 2015, I don't have those numbers right in front of me, but it was something close to that. He had like, you know, I'm thinking at least seven interceptions in 2015. So this guy is the real deal. If you don't know about Carlo Thomas, keep a lookout for this young man, Carlo Thomas, who is an absolute stud and I think is poised to have an even better uh, season in 2017. So Carlo Thomas is the name that you definitely need to keep your uh, to really be aware of. And then you know you got some other uh, some other guys that definitely could get it done. Uh, Kaj Hewitt on the uh, defensive line had 11 tackles for loss on last year, 54 tackles overall. So I think this is going to be a much improved defense in 2017 for Johnson C. Smith. And then the other factor is is Kermit Blunt. I mean, Kermit Blunt um, in his third season, um, again, four wins his first season, three and seven last year. But I, I, I don't think, I don't think Johnson C. Smith took a step back at all last year. Um, I think as a matter of fact, they took a, may have taken a bit of a step forward, at least coming in to 2017. So I think things are going to bode well And Kermit Blunt, uh, you know, year one, you're playing, you know, essentially no recruiting class. You're playing with the previous regimes guys year two, you kind of come in. So now you have a chance to kind of, uh, you, you know, the guys that were already there, you know what they can do. You know, some of them you keep, some of them you don't, um, but then you have a chance to bring in some recruits. And now in year three, um, they're going to take, I mean, I can say they're going to win the CIAA championship, but I think they're there to me, to me, Johnson C. Smith is um, right there. They're going to be maybe that second, third team in the CIAA Southern division. And in that respect, I think they're going to take a step forward and Kermit Blunt, one of the reasons why. So that's a look at Johnson C. Smith. On tomorrow, we're going to take a look at Fayetteville State as we stay in the CIAA Southern Division. As a matter of fact, we're going to wrap up the CIAA Southern Division and the CIAA as a whole as we take a look tomorrow at Fayetteville State. And we'll see you then.